We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast, the Anora Boys are in the building. My man, the original Lucky Lefty himself, the teacher, KRS-One. I am that dude, the jokester, Biz Marquis. <laughs> we are brought to you by Adora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. Also, we're on CFE Nation, and that's brought to you by Twisted Tea. Now, audio edibles each and every day, right here at CFE Nation. It's brought to you by Twisted Tea. Left today, we're going to hear from Brady Quinn. We're going to hear from Joe Clatt, and we're going to hear from Marcus Freeman. I got a, a bunch of hats behind me on my bookshelf. Okay. A bunch of caps. We might be throwing some caps out today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Joe Clatt, Joe Clatt is out here capping. And unfortunately, one of the best quarterbacks in the history of Notre Dame. I'm going to play a clip from his Fox radio show yesterday. Okay. I know you're going to call cap. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Notre Dame fandom is running rampant. You know, we're feeling good. We feel like we're in a new era, especially offensively. Confident quarterback play. Running back room. Heck, we argued for 15 minutes yesterday on the running back room. Who was going to sit where? Who was going to be number two behind Aldrin? Good problems to have. Great problems to have. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. I digress. Because we want to get into, before we start, a special story that you have. You'll be covering the Western Kentucky game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Western Kentucky has a, a a pretty interesting story in how they ended up keeping their quarterback. Yeah, it seems that the people of the school came together. The founder of the NIL Collective, this guy named Hank Wilson, knew prior to Austin Reed even thinking about the transfer portal that he's going to have some competition out there, but they wanted him to stay. Was able to put together a collective just in time for Austin Reed to make a decision. And they ended up garnering the intention to come back to West Kentucky, but it just shows how the people and alumni of the school, if they want their quarterback, they're going to pay for him. They done gave the man a Corvette. They done dropped a nice little bag on him, you know. Austin Reed comes back, a guy that could have went power five. He was an FBS leader in passing yards and touchdowns last year. So, man, if we can do that, if he, if, 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 that's at Western Kentucky. And that's a school man. that they're competing for championships, and they're doing that to keep their quarterback. Man, the things that we can do at NIL or Notre Dame. So, do you think NIL and Notre Dame, the alumni, would be more comfortable along the lines of players that have actually performed rather than high schoolers? Yeah, I think it's definitely a more of a mature business deal. And, you know, you got to pay for what we can see and what you've done lately. So, I do think it would be more on the Inside, like think about a guy like Kyle Hamilton. He take his helmet off Florida State game last. It's the first game of you know the year you supposed to go to the draft. That might be a little nil bad guy. You know that's the reason that, you know throw some money. That's Kyle Hamilton, Jeremiah Wusu. You know Jalen Smith. You know guys that bonfire coming in doing the thing. But I also think guys that can make an impact as a freshman. Jaden Greyhouse be a great opportunity. to the, to foresee an NIL thing with. So it's got to be a communication piece from the coaching staff and letting the fan base know, all right, this might be a guy that we that might make the, you know, impact on scene. We get a guy like Zachariah Branch 
you know, I'm paying him Thursday. Yeah. 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 We're meeting him in the locker room after the first game. Like, yo. Sorry, this real quick. Yeah. Yeah. We need to we need to meet with you in the office. Yeah, we got a wire transfer. Hefty one. Hefty. So yeah, there's obvious there's obvious, in my opinion, obvious players that all right, we might have to go ahead and do the damn thing. Exactly so, right. Branch has a standing reservation at Nobu. You know what I mean? Standing. Like they make standing the reservation. Oh, they man. The yeah. 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 Oh, oh clear that one. Hey, hey, hey. Get my You right on time. You right on time, Mr. Branch. Yeah. We just we open for you. So, you know, maybe Frankie's Got a little deal like that. Late night Frankies. I might need right. some meals at a nine, ten o'clock. You know, we getting out of practice. I might need to call it on the hotline. Man. So it NIL has shown itself to be very creative. Sam has seemed to find his own NIL deals as a maybe he has an agent mm-hmm. or something, but he done got on the beats commercials with you know with all the top quarterbacks and and then got his Dove soaps and, and, and shampoos and conditioners going. You know, the brother, the brother definitely is is uh, accumulated a good amount of NIL. Now I don't know how much of uh, Notre Dame has played into that. That's what I'm saying. Are they garnering these relationships between Dove or the Beats or you know what is the relationship that Notre Dame can at least put their name on if we're getting a, a guy on our team getting obvious sponsorships? You know. How's Notre Dame going to use that in recruitment? Are we cool with Dr. Dre? You know, is he going to pop up at school and hand Sam like some diamond beats or something crazy if we win the champion? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think those are the ways we uh, got to Pete Provoquin has to find a way with him and Marcus Freeman to bring some of that collective idea. I mean, we do a, a Irish day every year for 24 hours and, and Fundraise of two hundred million dollars or something crazy, you know, easy. So nil collective, you know, just a couple of chips, you know, it's nothing, nothing too crazy. You know, putting your name on the building, that and you know what's that? That's more vain than you know dropping a couple of dollars off on you, Jason Anye. You know, Jason Anye got a, you know. <laughs> Oh man, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Hey, Marcus Freeman, I want to give credit to whom credit is due, right? Because when you when you critique coaches, players, it's only fair that when they do good, you give them credit. That's right. Maris Leofile was recognized as the Defensive Player of the Week. Somebody you pointed out in the post-game show. Must Milan. I want to bring this up because I said this. Mary's Leofile deserved every bit of criticism last year. Yes. But I pointed out several times that last year, 
honestly was about getting married so he had filed a play of four year help coming off his previous injuries. Maris Leofile wasn't going to be at his best last year. That was known. Now, that might sound like, well, heck, he needs to sit down and understand. The way they brought him through fall camp slowly, they didn't give him a lot of reps. They wanted him to play a healthy season. And now he's healthier than he's ever been with full conference. Confidence, shall I say. Now the expectation is, yo, go out there and ball. He was all over the field, but he was all over the field knowing where he was supposed to go. That's here's right. Marcus. So kudos to him. And here's Marcus Freeman talking about Maris Leofow and everything he did and the defense getting turnovers. Played with a physicality that I have not seen for a while. Now, Maris is a physical linebacker. I mean, he's a really good player, but I went back and watched that film. I mean, Maris was playing so physical um, and um, constantly did it and did it. Like, listen, I played linebacker, and there's certain plays, there's certain formations you can see and say, okay, we're going head to head, we got to go. And it's not natural to really like enjoy that over and over and over and over and over, but you have to do it. And, and that's what I saw. There were certain formations. Maris knew three backs in the back. Okay, here, just coming to lead on me. It's me versus this dude. And the very first play of the game, if you go back and watch it, Maris, <laughs> the dude got him a little bit, the, the Navy fullback. And they got the same formation four or five times. And Maris, every play went and took him on. And that's the, that's what you love to see, man, a guy that's willing to sacrifice his body, but also do your job. Like You can't just be a physical player and not do your job, right? And Maris did them both, and so um, he had a forced fumble. You can see, as you go back, I told Coach Golden this last night, like you can see defensive guys truly being aware of the football, trying to get it up. We had zero turnovers, but that is not – because there was an awareness and a lack of, of really uh, effort to do it. And so credit to them, though, the turnovers, takeaways will come as long as we are consider, uh, con constantly being uh, aware of where that ball is. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it goes along with, it goes along the lines when we talk about tackling and having the mindset of uh, you have to want to tackle somebody. The first game is always, you know, you got a lot of excitement. You're in Ireland. You're playing a team you're supposed to smash. It's like the Washington Generals, Harlem Globe, Charter Field. You coming back last year, want to be better than the year before. You done heard the naysayers. There's a lot of adrenaline going, especially when you know you're not getting, you don't have anything responsible behind you because they don't pass. So as a guy that's got a lot to prove and he knows what's on his back with these young guns coming up, I mean, yeah, he's going he's gonna to want to play that day. <laughs> yeah. He's going to want to play. Yeah. Now, when we play in Ohio State, I need to have the same want to play attitude. 
you know, but let's not go in there and miss tackles now. Like, you know, you, yeah, you want to get in there, but don't go in there and start blowing tackles. We want you to go in there the same effort and attitude with that mentality. I want to be here. I got to make the play. But I also have to be aware, yeah, they may try to throw something behind me, so I got to play both sides now. It's easy when it's a one-way tunnel vision. I just got to be tougher than a dude because it gives you the high school feels. When you're the best player on the field in high school, they're not tricking you with nothing for real, so you can just go in there and just run around, guys. And, you know, now when we're playing better teams, all right, you better look around and count your numbers and follow the keys and all this and that. That's why I'm saying that this game is very – Good for a confidence standpoint because you know what you're getting. But moving forward, it's, it's traditional offenses. You got to be uh same effort, effort and enthusiasm. Though. You know, same willingness to go in there, stick your head in there, whatever. But that second part of the game, which has been the problem, you know, yeah. it was never an issue for Maris to go in there and make a tackle or be physical. That was never his issue. His issue was when teams was like, let's see if Maris can chase somebody on the outside. <laughs> Cover somebody in the slot. Make this misdirection play in open space on a, on a sweep or have an elusive quarterback or something. So that was the issue. So, But it is good to see him doing what he is good at. J.D. did what he was good at. Be around the football. Get guys lined up. Make some plays when he had to. Be a consistent tackler. So it's good to see guys do what they're supposed to. Now let's see if they can do what they're supposed to against teams that are equal to, if not better talent. Because that's what the, the landscape that we've got to deal with. It's something else we talked about with creating turnovers. I literally saw, I don't know if I want this, but I saw the fullback from Navy dragging Jack Kaiser because Jack mm-hmm. Kaiser is busy trying to strip the ball two or three times. Yeah, and at some point I'm like, okay, get him down, get him down. <laughs> like you tried to strip him, you didn't get it. Let's get him on the ground. Exactly. He's, 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 yeah, he's dragging you down the field, and at what point does it become a hindrance? I think turnover rather than just playing and doing the right things and just being at the right places and creating the turnovers, right? I'll give you a perfect example. We had DJ Brown with a, with a whiff. Yeah. That was an, that was an opportunity to create a turnover. Oh yeah. Cause he, I mean, he was back there for real. He timed it right. And, but because you can't execute a sound <laughs> tackle, the opportunity goes by the wayside. That's right. You know, so it's not always about grabbing somebody and trying to pull the ball. Do what you're supposed to do. And you'll be in position the majority of the time to put on a good hit and create a turnover. Yeah, and I think that's I think you think about a guy like Manti. Manti was really good because he knew any and everything detailed about the opposing offense. 
And what made him so good is that because of that and his knowledge of where things were, he was able to be there what would seem like he's super athletic or, you know, super. He just was super smart to get a tip pass or. And he just be in the way of be causing the corruption because he was he was mentally locked yes. into the game where he knew what was going on. So that's yes. the advantage that you can take as a as a guy that can execute mixed with knowing what you're doing. Yeah. That's where the turnovers really start. And then you got your special outliers like your Ben Morrison. Because he's such a hound. And he's around the ball, and he's got good ball instinct because a lot of guys don't have that. Yeah. You you catching the tip, poop, hit the receiver, poop, you, you right there. You get react. Some guys, most DB. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Smith was like that. And that's why he's still in the league today. The ball just found it at Notre Dame. But Thias Farley's still in the league today. Yeah. Was probably the most underrated guy for the league out on the team because, I mean, we had a pretty good team. You know, ain't nobody thinking that Matthias is be eight, nine-year vet like he is today. But we always knew whenever he got on the field, just somehow he would just scoop up the fumble or guy throw it right to him or the receiver just right through his hands to Matthias. So, you know, when you have a player that has a knack like that, I mean, it really takes care of itself. But other than that, the 10 other guys, you need to be doing your job especially when they throw like little bubbles and RPOs and you know your reads and what you're looking at, you get in the way of it or break it up. Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl, right? Knowing your job. That's how you make plays. You're there early. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, with Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Lucky Lucky Podcast, man. And then, you know, we had an epic conversation yesterday about the running backs. And I don't, 
I don't know why. Because we said this during the post-game show. And I don't really attribute this to culture. I don't. This is just football 101. I tell you, it goes back to my high school days, bro. I never forget the the way I got on the court as a freshman is because we had a, a, a senior point guard that wanted to go rogue. <laughs> he just wanted to go rogue. That dude it's was like, just yeah, that's frustrating. You know? We ran the flex offense and he would just break the offense. Right? He so eventually. Eventually, the coach said, Davis, yo, get in. And I'll never forget, once I got in the game, I'm like, yo, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. Mm. And the way I was going to come out, I was like, hey, I'm running this off. I'm about to be the most bland, boring point guard. That runs his offense and makes sure the coach gets exactly what he wants. I'm gonna just do my job. Yeah. Yeah. And and so there was a lot of hubbub around what Marcus Freeman said Sunday, post-game one asked about this, what he said yesterday. And we saw this last year. Like Aldrich Estimate fumbled against North Carolina. He fumbled the game away against Stanford. And the very next week, Logan Diggs had 27 carries. He was a workhorse. Mm. We, we already know Dylan McCullough doesn't play. So it wasn't a big deal. Hey, not a big deal. We said it on the post-game show. Okay, Aldrich, you can keep messing around fumbling with the running backs you got behind you. Keep, keep playing around. And watch what happens. I don't know. That dude, that's football one on one for any coach. Yeah. The best, the best teacher is this this sideline and this bench. If you want to keep doing the same thing, okay, this is how I'm gonna get through to you. Come take a seat. But Marcus Freeman, once again, he was asked about it yesterday and uh Yo, this is what he had to say. That are all talented. Um, I told Coach McCullough that he's done a great job at, at, at keeping those guys unselfish, at, at putting them in situations that are, are – they have packages based off who they are and some of their strengths. Um, and so I was really impressed by the depth and the execution of that room. To address Audric, yeah, he was taken out of the game. I talked with Coach McCullough about it. Because there's a standard that, that he and our, our offense and our team is set for that room, and you can't put the ball on the ground. And, and we don't care if you're Sam Hartman or Audrick Estime. Like, if you're not doing the things that we say are the standards for this program in this room, then there's consequences. And so part of that was, hey, Audrick, you're going to be pulled for a little bit because you can't put the ball on the ground. And then to me, it's also a credit to Audrick Estime who is the guy? He's the guy. We all know that he's the guy to be able to say, okay, I'm going to stand here on the sideline for a couple series or whatever, however long it was. When you give me my opportunity, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to go do my job. Like it's just 
to me, a credit to Dylan McCullough for the trust that his players have in him and a credit to Audrick Estime that we all know is the guy, RB1, um, to be able to accept that, you know what, you're going to be held accountable because you did not perform to our standard. You put the ball on the ground. And um, I thought it was a great example to not just those two, but to everybody in that room, even our entire team. Nobody's bigger than the standard. Nobody's above the standard. And if you don't perform to the standard, there's consequences. We understand that. We know Audrey Gastomay didn't mean to put the ball on the ground, but the ball's on the ground. So we got to hold him accountable to that standard. And so it's, it's actually a really proud moment to be able to see that. Like, there's no pouting. There's no guy throwing his helmet mad because he's taking a no. It's like, hold me accountable, coach. That's, that's your job. And when I get the opportunity to go back in, I will. And he did, and he did a great job. I mean, I mean, let me call. Let me call Cap a little bit. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Let me get it. Let me get it. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I know where you. I know where you' about to go. It's, okay, it's, yeah. It's, it's a mean, major it, cap in there. Yeah, it's a little embellishing there. It's a little embellishing. It's because it's, it's mixed with some truth. Because you know you can talk big game when you got five guys that can play. Not only that can play when you really got one guy that you like. You know what? If I was crazy, I would start. <laughs> I started for real. So yeah, give me any any reason, any excuse, and then can I because I can embellish as a coach. Like yeah, you you fumble around here because there's Notre Dame. There's gonna be some consequences. You can say that when you got when you got guys that that can turn over and do something crazy in the backfield. You can say that. But you, you, you a little hard on Audric now. Don't act like he just ain't no. No, 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 no. He wasn't hard on Audric. First of all, Audric knew. As soon as Audric, as soon as Mitchell Evans recovered the ball, Audric got up and ran to the sideline. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew what's coming. He knew what's coming. Yeah. Because and then and then why I call the cap? Because at the end of the day, if Sam throw three picks in a game, you're not turning around putting in there, Joe. And if Sam, if Sam fumbles. You're not putting the second string quarterback in. Oh no, at all. So that's, you ain't even you ain't even telling him to get his helmet. You said, well, put, put "That's that a big cap." Put that back. Put, yes. put that helmet back. What you doing? It's Sam Hartman show. We gotta get back. Even Jelly is not picking up his helmet if Sam Hartman gets strip sacked. It's not happening. Okay. Not happening. Marcus Freeman, you know. Now you can do it when you got all the talent. In the running back room, you can do it when you don't got an X factor receiver just yet. You can do that. Everybody is swimming in the same pool, so you can just drop, drop him back in there, and we get another one. They all in the same boat, but not Sam. So yeah, you can embellish a little bit. You know, you yeah. talk this big game because at the end of the day, the rotation probably would have had Audrey out in a couple plays anyway. <laughs> I don't see a running back stealing a lot of possessions unless he just comes out hot. Hot, hot. Bro, I, I I love, first of all, I love, this goes back to the credit we need to give Diva McCullough when he arrived. That's right. He, he arrived and he looked at the room and said, nah, this is not it. That's right. And he looked at the players being recruited and said, no, these are not the guys. Not the guys. He took a couple of bullets, 
for what he did on the recruiting trail. But the talent he's brought in and the development you've seen, you're like, okay. And kudos to Marcus Freeman not taking the credit and saying, yes, I asked Coach McCullough what was up, and he said, yeah, I took him out. That was Coach McCullough's call, not Marcus Freeman's call. Marcus Freeman is being a head coach. Right. He's coaching the game. Coach. That's Diva McCullough's call. That's right. And he said, Diva McCullough has gotten that room to be highly unselfish and understand and buy in. This is the way things are going to go. That's and right. everybody has a different package and different runs that suits them and their styles. And when I met with Elon McCullough when he first arrived, that's what he said. He wanted five, four to five different style of running backs. So kudos to Elon McCullough, man. That is absolutely amazing. Amazing that he could get that type of unselfish play. But what Marcus Freeman said yesterday wasn't culture changing. It Marcus Freeman said it. It's not even his his call. It's a standard, but heck, that's a standard on every level of high school. I mean, every level of football. I don't think I've seen a quarterback pull for a, a strip sack ever. Yeah. Maybe there was a time, I don't know if you remember Drew Henson from Michigan. He was there at the same time as Tom Brady. And they had this weird every series, every other series, if you make a mistake, here comes the other one in the game. That's the only time I can remember something really weird like that. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State just announced that they're doing two quarterbacks going into the game. I just think it's anytime you're doing that stuff, I don't, I don't think it helps or benefits either player because as a player on the field, you want to be able to play freely. And, and playing freely, there's mistakes that happen, and sometimes you can correct those mistakes as the game goes on. You're getting a feel for things. It's not a perfect science on which guy is going to be in there and execute 100% of the time. It's mostly who's the most consistent at it or who's the least having the mistake of it. So, you know, I do think that there's room for um, things like that. But at the same time, when you have two guys, you have no guy, especially in key positions like quarterback. But at running back, you know, they're already getting devalued as it is from a, a, a what is it going to impact on the offense. For us, the running back is definitely important, and we just happen to have a lot of good ones that with the offensive line as good as it is, Hell, even Sam Hartman may get a couple yards on the season, you know, just due to the time and this and that. So with having great running backs in the O-line, that's great. All those running backs are looking very viable. But at the end of the day, having that dog 
it ne- doesn't necessarily have to be your number one guy. It could be a two, three-headed monster at the end of the day. But yeah. it can't be five guys. Like that's just no rhythm. You 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 really got to plan around that. And with us being able to throw the football, I'm only thinking you're using three guys. Cause you know, other than that, you you in my opinion, be doing too much, and it would take away from Sam's importance to what we need to be championship worthy. We can win 10 games with Sam just being, well, I wouldn't say 10. We can win nine games with Sam being a hand the ball off Drew Pine role. We can win nine games doing that because we can just cycle through all the running backs until they all dry it up and then hit some play actions here and there, but that's not going to win you a championship. There's no, the last time that happened was Ezekiel Elliott against Bama. And I'm, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because coming up we're gonna hear both from Brady Quinn and Joe Clapp. And I'm gonna ask the LL question of the day on the other side. It's vitally important. So when we come back, we'll get into that and talk more about the search going on for that team, that Notre Dame team that's talented enough to finally get Notre Dame over the top and get you a national championship. Lucky Lucky Podcast right here, CFB Nation, brought to you by Twisted T. We spin it different. 